Heyo, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Julia Dubois. You're going to see how one tale turns to many on the tail end. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in last week for episode number one. And thank you for all of the kind feedback and kind words. I really, really appreciate it. If you enjoy these episodes, I would really love if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review and a rating. I was chatting a few weeks ago with a friend of mine, and she asked me a little bit about what I was up to. And when I mentioned this podcast and that I've been a part of a writer's group, she asked just how long I had been writing. I confessed that I had always liked writing, but was just using these skills again in the last year and a half or so besides all of the writing that I had done for college, which pretty much makes anyone an author. Am I right? Or am I right? (laughs) Anyway, this led to a conversation about how anyone who writes is a writer and how that should be celebrated. You don't have to write for a profession or have written books or articles to be considered a writer. So I suppose this is another plug that even if you are just mildly interested in writing and storytelling, I would love, 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 love to have you write some tail ends for this podcast. If you head over to this podcast landing page, the tail end podcast.podbean.com, you can find a link for writing prompts on the right side of the page. And once you click on the link, you'll find four prompts and you can write for any of them in any style and genre you'd like. If I haven't convinced you, just go check it out after you listen to this episode, and I'm sure stories will start forming in your head as soon as you read the beginning of these tales. Well, if you listened to the stories last week, you will know how totally different they were, and how fun is it that everyone can come up with something totally different. Well, today I have two more tales for you, and although they are different, they also have a similar feel. The prompt for this episode actually came from one that my writer's group did a few months ago. Shout out to my writer's group. And I loved it. And I wanted to see what someone else could come up with. So here is the prompt. Hannah glanced at the clock and realized she only had six minutes until Travis would arrive. She jumped up from her computer and ran to the bathroom to give herself a one over once more. She swept some stray strands of hair out of her face and rummaged through her drawer to find some suitable lipstick. She had hardly had time to breathe this last month, with everything going on at work and moving into her own place. Promotions, projects, and social promotion put her client's new book on the top of the bestseller list in record time, but hardly gave her time for her new handsome and dreamy beau. Our first story comes to us from a good friend of mine, Andrew Walsh, and the name of his tail end is Hannah and Travis. Hannah glanced at the clock and realized she only had six minutes until Travis would arrive. She jumped up from her computer and ran to the bathroom to give herself a one-over once more. She swept some stray strands of hair out of her face and rummaged through her drawer to find some suitable lipstick. She had hardly had time to breathe this last month with everything going on at work and moving into her own place. Promotions, projects, and social promotion put her client's new book at the top of the bestseller list in record time, but hardly gave her time for her new handsome and dreamy beau. Her cell phone rang, and Hannah jumped, nervous to see who was calling. 
hoping that it wasn't Travis. When she pulled her phone out of her pocket, the screen read Amanda, her close friend from work. Hannah breathed a sigh of relief. Oh, I'm so glad it's you calling, Hannah said as she answered the phone. This project that I'm working on right now is really stressing me out, and I have so much to do to get it completed and turned in by Monday that I don't think I'm going to get it done. She grabbed a brush on her dresser and began brushing her hair to make her look at least somewhat decent and presentable for Travis. Oh no, yeah, I was surprised you told Ryan yes when he asked you to take on that project. I mean, you're ambitious and have a passion for getting these types of projects done, but sometimes you just need to learn to say no, Amanda replied. You're telling me, why didn't I say no when I had the chance? It's already proving to be a real disaster and not the quality of my best kind of work, Hannah remarked, sounding deflated. Come over and bring you some takeout and we can work on it together. I'm more than happy to do that, said Amanda. She grabbed a hair elastic and put her hair back in a ponytail. Amanda, I would love that, but Travis is going to be here any minute. He insisted that I go out with him tonight when I already told him that I couldn't because I was behind with this project. I don't know about this guy, sweetie. I know you really like him, but I've never had the best vibes with him when I've been around him, Amanda said. Please don't start on that again with me, Amanda. Not right now. My mind is already going a mile a minute and I don't have time to talk about, snapped Hannah as the doorbell rang. Oh, great. He's here and I'm not even ready. I look like I just rolled out of bed and I'm definitely not ready for a night out on the town. She could hear the door open downstairs and slap with a rather loud thud. Footsteps began pacing around the hardwood floor. Travis wasn't always calm and patient, as Hannah had learned over the last four months of dating. When he didn't get what he wanted right then and there, he would raise his voice and nag until he got his way. Although this wasn't the most ideal and romantic relationship that Hannah had always dreamed of, she held on to it because her track record with previous guys had never lasted longer than a couple of weeks. Hannah, where are you? You were supposed to be waiting downstairs two minutes ago, Travis yelled to her. You always take forever to get ready. Just put on a shirt and pants and let's go. I'm coming, she yelled down to him. I've got to go, Amanda. I'd much rather be spending the evening with you, but this guy has other plans for me. Hannah grabbed her perfume bottle and gave herself one spritz over and a final look in the mirror. Amanda's voice was always a calm reassurance for Hannah. Be careful, girl. You know you are more than welcome to call me at any time during the night, and I will come rescue you. I appreciate that. He doesn't sound the most cheerful and chipper tonight, so you might be getting that phone call within the next hour or so. Take care, Hannah said as she pressed the call end button on her phone. Hannah, let's go, Travis called up to her again. I'm tired of waiting. You do this every time. Hannah quickly slipped on her tennis shoes and grabbed her jacket from the closet and made her way downstairs. Travis was standing there in front of the door on his phone, texting someone pretty frantically. He looked up at her as he heard her footsteps coming down the stairs. Finally, what took you so long? Travis snapped. I lost track of time. I've been frantically working on this project for work all day today. It's due Monday, but then I saw the clock and realized you were going to be here soon, and I wasn't ready, so I ran upstairs, and Hannah tried to explain. Whatever. I don't care. You made us late again, he said. I'm sorry. I didn't do it on purpose, she responded. She put on her jacket and grabbed her purse. 
Travis opened the door and walked out first, quickly making his way to his car. Hannah looked around to see if she had left anything behind for the evening and then made her way out the door, turning around to lock it with her keys. Travis was the kind of guy that girls dream about. He came from a pretty well-off family, had gotten his PhD last year in medicine from Stanford University, and had looks to die for. Hannah didn't know how she had ended up dating what seemed like a perfect man like Travis. The butterflies she used to feel when they were first beginning to date, though, were now usually knots when she knew he was coming around, or even when he called her on the phone, although Hannah would never admit it. She knew that she was right. There's something about him that was just off. He had a secret that would cause his entire world to crumble and fall if it was ever exposed to the world. When Hannah had accidentally stumbled on the secret, Travis threatened her to never share it with anyone or serious consequences would happen. It was obvious to both of them that they had fallen out of love with one another and that it was nothing but an acquaintanceship of blackmail, threatenings, and deceit. Hannah got inside the car and closed the door. I have a lot to do tonight, Travis, so I can't stay out too late. What are we going to do? Where are we going? You never told me, so I don't really know how to prepare myself for tonight. Travis turned to look at her and gave her a wink. You're dressed perfectly. Our evening's activity is for me to know and you to find out. I hope you like surprises. Travis! Ah! Is Travis a good guy or a bad guy or an in-between guy? I need to know, Andrew. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for writing that story for all of us to enjoy. Um, Andrew and I have been friends for a really long time. I think it's been over 14 years or so now. We were in high school together and college together. And I know Andrew knows his stuff as far as storytelling goes. He is a very talented triple threat quadruple threat, if you count his piano skills. Um, and now I guess with writing, he's all the threats. <laughs> but seriously, keep writing. Thank you for that. It was awesome. Okay, and now our second story is written by yours truly, Julia Dubois, and it is titled Alexa's Notification. And I hope you enjoy. Hannah glanced at the clock and realized she only had six minutes until Travis would arrive. She jumped up from her computer and ran to the bathroom to give herself a one-over once more. She swept some stray strands of hair out of her face and rummaged through her drawer to find some suitable lipstick. She had hardly had time to breathe this last month with everything going on at work and moving into her own place. Promotions, projects, and social promotion put her client's new book at the top of the bestseller list in record time, but hardly gave her time for her new handsome and dreamy beau. Travis had approached her two months ago at a bar, while she poured over two new book submissions and drowned herself in onion rings and Heineken. That's a lot of reading to get through in one night, he said coyly as he sidled up to her spot at the bar. She didn't care for his straightforwardness, but he was good company and didn't mind her business or her head being buried in manuscripts 20 hours a day. And so that was the way their story began. They saw each other every other night to start off with, but soon they were seeing each other for lunches, celebrations, and the occasional late night accidental sleepover. Tonight, they were celebrating her promotion from editor to head of marketing at Pillman Publishing, and she could hardly wait to see him. Lately, he had been showing some real signs of commitment, and life felt like a cotton-clouded dream when they were together. 
He'd help her move into her new place. He'd set up her internet, dealt with the cable companies, and even talked her realtor down to a reasonable price for her new flat. Things she hardly had the time to let into her brain, let alone deal with. He had sent her a message at 11 this morning, telling her to put on her best dress, because tonight was going to be something special. So Hannah whipped out her favorite A-line cocktail dress in the most beautiful deep teal, which complemented her auburn hair and flawless ivory skin. Hannah made her way through the apartment, hurriedly tossing blankets back into baskets, arranging pillows, and moving the sack from this afternoon's late lunch into the bin. Alexa played soft music on the counter, and as she moved past the contraption, Alexa began to blink. Alexa, what are my notifications? She asked. You have one new notification. Your package for Hannah Albright has been delivered, Alexa said. Hannah stood, puzzled for a minute. A package? She hadn't ordered anything in weeks. She must have had something on auto order. She figured she had a minute or two before Travis would make an appearance at her door, and that she had enough time to run down to the mailbox beforehand. Slipping on her shoes, she raced out the door and down to the mailbox. She thought about how Alexa would glow randomly, and she had no idea what it meant. It was a gift from Travis to help her keep track of everything she had going on. Apparently, it could be her alarm, keep track of her scheduled events, play music, and remind her of things. But she hardly used it, except as a timer for cookies. While Travis set it up, he made sure to emphasize that it was important that she protect her password so that no one else had access. She didn't think that would be a problem as she spent most of her time at the office or with Travis. Nonetheless, he would worry that she didn't protect her accounts well enough and would constantly remind her to keep her things more hidden away from prying eyes. Ah, Travis, the ever careful, sweet and charming, but careful. When she arrived at the mailbox, it was empty. Annoyed at her seemingly wasted time, she raced back up to the apartment, and reaching the landing, she noticed a package on her doorstep, and her front door was wide open. Her heart skipped a beat. She didn't shut the door in her hurry to check for the package. How did it end up here? Three flights up. Approaching the entry, she noticed it was unmarked, except for her name, written in blue sharpie across the top. Odd. She picked it up and walked into the living room with it, making sure to close the door firmly behind her and locking the bolt. Grabbing a knife off the counter, she slid it under the front flap and sliced the box lengthwise. As she opened it, Alexa chimed, and it startled Hannah so badly she fell to the floor, the box and the knife falling beside her. She picked up the box and something small and heavy slid out of the top underneath the copy table. She reached her hand under the table searching for it. Alexa... What are my notifications? She asked with irritation. I'm reminding you that you will die tonight, Alexa replied. Then her hand touched the object that had come out of the box. A gun. Suddenly the lights went out. The small flat, which went pitch black without warning, gave Hannah a sickening feeling in her stomach. Hannah's heart was banging like a drum in her ears as she sat frozen on the floor. Had she heard that right? Alexa? What are my notif- She began to say. Then she heard something. Footsteps in the tiled hallway from the back room. Slow, meaningful, deliberate. Hannah, where are you? Said Travis's voice, calling out quietly from the darkness.
what do you think happens to Hannah? <laughs> I think it's funny that even without reading my story, Andrew also wrote Travis as a total scary creep. <laughs> Again, if you would like to write for the podcast, you can go to thetailendpodcast.podbean.com and click on the link that says writing prompts. If you have something you'd like to submit to the podcast, you can email me at thetailendpodcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys have an awesome week. And if you haven't already, again, head over to iTunes and leave a review. I'll see you soon. Adios.